0: Thanks, Susan. And as we heard in the bulletin, the World Health Organisation has been speaking about what they call the catastrophic situation in Gaza. Healthcare workers there are struggling to cope with the dead and injured coming into a decreasing number of functioning hospitals. Dr. Ahmed Magrabi is head of the Plastic Surgery and Burns Unit in Cannes Unis's only remaining health facility, Nasser Hospital. After a day's work of operating on sick patients, he told the BBC how he and his family just want to leave.
1: We are starving here. I don't know how, how, could, I, how could I stand with, with these mass casualties, with these mass patients. I can't stand more. I can't stand more. You know, I, I came to this point just today. I spoke with my wife. If we could just flee and leave all this behind us, can you believe that? Because I couldn't understand more. My wife, my children, they don't want to stay here because of these sounds of explosions. My children, actually, I feel helpless in front of my children. I have a daughter three years old. I always She asks me some sweets, some apples, some fruits. I can't provide. I, I feel helpless.
0: That was Dr. Ahmed Maghrabi of the Plastic Surgery and Burns Unit in Nasser Hospital in Cannes, Yunis. Uh, earlier we spoke to Christian Landemar of the World Health Organisation who told us about the worsening humanitarian situation in Gaza.
1: It's really difficult to describe. I mean, what what our colleagues describe to us is it's worse than catastrophic. And and catastrophic is not really describing it. It's a complete breakdown of any civil society uh, in in southern Gaza now, or Gaza in total. Um, And what we've been fearing for a while, that the whole scenario, which we've seen in the north, uh, bombing living quarters, bombing of hospitals, bombing of schools, of shelters, that is repeating now in the south. With the little exception that people had been told before to move to the south uh, because that would be safe, so they have moved from the north to Gaza City to Khan Yunis and now have been pushed further down to the south. And that results in an extremely dense, uh, densely cramped together society population, uh, with everybody sheltering wherever they can. Uh, nine, ten, twelve families in one classroom, in private shelters, in hospitals, are refugee shelters with. The, the absolutely overcrowded uh, patient situation, patients lying on the floor. Hospitals have been described as battlefields, actually. I mean, it's, it's catastrophic. It's really catastrophic. And um, it would be absolutely avoidable.
0: Yeah, and you spoke there about the people being increasingly forced into a smaller and smaller living area. Presumably, then, that leads to big concerns about the spread of disease.
1: Oh, absolutely. In, in any other conflict, uh, people could move on, even if that's not a good ideal thing. But at least they could move. In the situation of Gaza, people cannot move. There's uh, two two sides of this uh, tiny little uh, country: is 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 Israel. One side is a small border is with Egypt, and the other side is the sea. So they they literally cannot go anywhere. And th- the spread of diseases is now the biggest risk. And we say that those who do not die from the bombing and the the, the, the bullets, the rockets, may just as well die from diseases. And that's what it is right now. We have um, waterborne diseases, including acute watery diarrhea, which is spreading. So we don't have cholera yet, but that's, in its consequences, not much different than any acute watery diarrhea. It's just the bacteria, which is different. Uh, And that means that, In the tens of thousands by now we've we've seen cases and children under five are extremely vulnerable to this one especially if they're malnourished and uh, completely weak uh, and without shelter as they are already now we've seen increases of rash and lice and any skin diseases um, upper respiratory tract infections so the lung diseases are increasing um, horrible scenarios, um, also we, we had reports of hepatitis A and hepatitis E cases, although it's difficult to verify them, because also the laboratory is not working anymore, and we would need to take every sample out of Gaza into Egypt to get controlled, and then in return would need to get the medicine, um, the antibiotics, whatever is needed, back into Gaza. So many, many challenges, and much of this is not possible, and the, the people are yeah, basically it's a perfect storm. Um,
0: is this something that will worsen as they face into the winter?
1: It will absolutely worsen. Uh, first of all, because people will be cramped together even more, because the attacks in Khan Yunis are getting uh, larger and larger. Attacks in Rafah are happening as well, by the way. This so-called safe area. Um, so the situation will be more dense. People will be weaker. Uh, the winter is putting a. Extra challenge uh, on top of people with the respiratory infections and everything else. There's hardly any fuel uh, available for heating. People have started cutting down telephone poles to get a little bit of wood still. So it's the society is breaking down and the diseases are doing the best for them.
0: Uh, I was reading a hospital boss in Can saying his team have lost control over the number of dead and wounded. Are we at a point now where the health facilities are barely able to function? Look, we have
1: already only about 40% of of, uh, hospitals that are partially functioning, so we lost about 60% of hospitals so far. Uh, Out of the 36 we once had, uh, 22 are out of function and only 14 are partially functioning still. And that's really partially. It's not like a nice hospital where one ward is closed. It's it's completely overcrowded, people lying on the floor, patients on the floor.
0: And the World Health Organization board is to review a draft resolution submitted by a number of countries urging Israel to protect humanitarian workers in Gaza. What can be achieved, do you think, by this resolution?
1: Well, it's first of all important to show how many countries and how many uh, capitals around the world are actually concerned by this and are asking for a stop to bombing the complete population. Um, It is by now an an attack on the people as much as it is an attack on Hamas. And that attack on the people has to stop. It, of course, always any resolution, any resolution in the UN or a a draft resolution uh, puts forward by uh, the executive board members at WHO um, needs to be implemented by the worrying parties. And of course, that would be Israel in this case mainly. It's also concerning Hamas in terms of giving out finally, unconditionally, the the hostages they still hold. But it's always in the hands of those with the military power, with the power on the ground.
0: You described what you said was catastrophic or worse than catastrophic humanitarian situation. The US has blocked a call for a humanitarian ceasefire at the UN Security Council. But can this humanitarian situation only get worse without a ceasefire soon?
1: It can only get worse without a ceasefire. Uh, So the needs have increased massively and the incoming aid has reduced massively so there's no way this can get better people are crying on the streets for water we have a humanitarian catastrophe at hand on top of it society is breaking down they're looking for food and for anything necessary everywhere they can Um, and there's no way out of it for them
0: we also spoke to one of the healthcare workers referenced there in that interview with Christian Lindemeyer. Catherine uh, Kleiss, who works as a nurse for the charity Médecins Sans Frontières at the Al-Aqsa Hospital in Central Gaza, spoke about the traumatised
2: children they are seeing every day. We see them a lot, actually. Um, we, 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 we started some mental health uh, yeah, sessions for, for the children. Um, and often they um, they lost their complete family. Um, yesterday we had a child who who, who made a drawing, um, and yeah, it, it just showed a an, uh, an, a picture, a drawing of a um, yeah of a bombing of her house with all her family scattered. Um, over the floor, um, all the bodies and the blood everywhere. And that's that's what she was drawing, and she was a 13 year old um, who lost all her family. Katrin, I'm just wondering, can
0: you hear fighting around you where you are at the moment? Um, yes, we we hear
2: uh, we hear the bombings falling uh, day and night.
0: And Israel is has argued that Hamas. Is using civilians as human shields by placing command centers and indeed weapons within hospitals. Are you seeing any sign of Hamas activity in and around the hospital where you work?
2: We're actually uh, focusing on the patients mainly, and um, we are in a humanitarian uh, organisation um, trying to give a humanitarian response in the in Al Aqsa Hospital at the moment. So. Uh, we uh, you know we are focusing on the on the patients and and giving a uh, service to the to the patients and your organization
0: has called for a permanent ceasefire the us blocked mm-hmm. such a call at the united nations without one how much worse can things get there or do you as a health worker have any hope of any improvement in the humanitarian situation
2: I don't think you can call what we do now a humanitarian response. Um, All the hospitals are only um, doing emergency cases. All the primary health care has stopped. Um, Yeah, all the maternities have stopped working. There are no teams going to the shelters or, or to the schools anymore to take care of the patients. So yeah, we cannot continue to work without a ceasefire. It's just, it's not possible. And that
0: was nurse Catherine Kleiss from Medicine Sans Frontières who works at the Al-Aqsa Hospital in central Gaza. Coming up, Minister Charlie McConnelogue at COP.